global business news 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app, and on your radio. This is a Bloomberg Business Flash. And I'm Karen Moscow. This update's brought to you by Interactive Brokers and CME Group. If you're looking for global futures contracts at low trading costs, look no further. Interactive Brokers is the industry leader. Learn more at interactivebrokers.com slash CME Group. Oil is rising along with global equities amid speculation that a production freeze by some OPEC members in Russia could eventually help to abate the surplus. We check the markets every 15 minutes throughout the trading day on Bloomberg. NYMEX crude oil is up 5.8% of $1.70. Is at $31.36 a barrel. Brent is up 4.9% at $34.62. Futures are higher with SP e mini futures up 19 points. Dow e mini futures up 171. NASDAQ e mini futures up 41. DAX in Germany is up 1.7%. 10 year Treasury down 2.30 seconds. The yield 1.75%. COMEX gold down 1.7% or $21 to $1209.80 an ounce. And the British pound is at $1.4081. The euro $1.1009. That's a Bloomberg Business Flash. Tom and Mike. Karen, thank you so much. Long ago and far away, what I would remember, and I'm sure that Arthur Levitt, the former chairman of the SEC, would remember, was a field goal. No, not Pete or Charlie Gogolak kicking field goals, three-point field goals, a long time ago. But if you really wanted to get paid and damage your client, you could make three big figures or a field goal. I'm moving a piece of paper over to one of your clients. Arthur Levitt considers the final death of this, where maybe, Arthur, we would actually know the markup, at least some of the markup, on some of our bonds. Are we really actually to a visible market on bonds? I think we're getting closer, whether we'll get there. <clears throat> We've thought this for the past 20 years. Yeah. But- the game of taking bonds into inventory and that afternoon marking them up by one or two points, as much as that, and handing them to uh, innocent retail investors is a game that was known throughout the street. But I think that the Municipal Securities Rulemaking Board and FINRA uh, are now going to require brokers to disclose exactly how much they pocket when they buy corporate or municipal bonds and then sell those same securities right. later in the same day. And, and I would point out, folks, there's a, you know, the field goal was the joke on the street, but I, I want to point out, as Mr. Levitt mentions, one or two points, many, many people would mark up bonds constructively and ethically to their customers for a quarter, three-eighths, half a point, whatever. So, you know, it wasn't Mike... It wasn't so reprehensible that everybody did it. It's just you didn't even know who was doing it, per se. You didn't because those markets have not had the liquidity of our equity markets. And when you get mom-and-pop buyers of odd lots, they're going to pay a lot of money for it. I don't know that that's going to change uh, totally. Uh, I think it probably won't, but we're still in a better place than we were 10 years ago. We were talking earlier today with uh, Brad Hintz about the outlook for banks and how uh, regulation has increased their costs significantly. Uh, One of the uh, items of uh, regulatory uh, requirement banks are having to put up with these days are the living wills, which Janet Yellen says uh, haven't worked out so well so far, as they've 
send them back to the banks to do them again. Uh, who should be the most worried, the, the banks, that they have to keep doing this, or regulators because we can't get it right? Well, I think regulators should be nervous because their credibility is online, and I think the American public should be most nervous. It's their money on the line if they end up bailing out the banks again. Uh, the regulators should have required more of the living wills to be made public so that outside experts could have evaluated them. They should have also publicly disclosed how much funding they think it would take for those institutions to be resolved in bankruptcy and exactly where is the money coming from. Well, one so of the, I think there's a, a, a lot of worry to go around. One of the, the, the points that Neil Kashkari makes is that uh, the the money doesn't have to come from anywhere. If one bank is failing in isolation, they can let it go. But a bank is unlikely to fail. A big bank like that is unlikely to fail unless there's some sort of overall crisis that means that the federal government has to uh, bail them out. So his view is it's by default a bailout. Yes, I think that's absolutely right. I look, Arthur, at the state of banking, I mean, and, and to go away from uh, the reading of the weekend, are we at a point we were where we are utility banking? Are we at I don't that point think, now in the cycle? No, I don't think so. Not quite. <clears throat> I don't think banking has changed all that much. I think our regulation has changed. In some ways, it's become more punitive. I think the public's awareness of the consequences of too big to fail is much keener than it's ever been before. So I think the lessons of the market haven't gone unheeded, and I think the political pressure on the banks is greater today than ever before in recent history. So the banks are not getting a free ride, but the regulators aren't doing all they can, and the public obviously mm -hmm. is bearing down on the banks as uh, the villain of this uh, yeah. economic environment. Arthur, thank you so much. Arthur Lovett, quickly this morning. He's a former chairman of the SEC board member with Bloomberg LP. Mike, the, the bond markup idea would be revolutionary yeah. if it happened. I think so much of the reason individual bond uh, performance uh, went away, and, and individual bond interest went away, I should say, is because people have no clue what they're buying. If, I mean, not that mistakes aren't made every, every day in the equity market, but there's even a, there's a semblance of actually knowing where you are. Yeah. People have no clue what they're getting in the bond market. None. Well, that's why they're, they yeah. gravitate towards things like ETFs. Yeah. And, well, that, that and, and also the unit trusts and the mutual funds as well. But individual bonds, I remember a million years ago, it was a huge part of the business, and that has just evaporated. Uh, futures very stable, up 20 as we get the markets open here in five minutes, Dow futures up 170. Five yields are higher by two, one basis points or so. But really, my headline today is curve flattening, really significant, bears close watching as we go through the week with important economic data. Bloomberg surveillance. We're counting down to the opening bell, brought to you by the refined Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland. It continues to raise the bar with its luxurious interior and legendary 4x4 capability. Drive one at your local Jeep dealer today. Jeep, the official vehicle of Killington Resort.